Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You've reached the high fashion hotline. Hi, I'm sending out a Mayday. My family's closets just aren't ready for spring. SOS, save our style. Help is here from Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's big thank you sale is going on now. Get the season's newest dresses, tees, and jeans, and 30% off your entire purchase. 40% off when you use or open an Old Navy credit card at Old Navy or Old Navy.com. 40% off? I may need to get to Old Navy. You may want to do that right away. It ends tomorrow. Old Navy saves the day. High fashion, Old Navy. Valid 5 2 to 5 6. Excludes in store clearance, gift cards, jewelry, register lane items. Today only and two day only deals. 40% off is subject to credit approval. See stores or Old Navy.com for details. Blog Talk Radio. All right. Welcome to Com- Rolling with the Diva. This is Sabrina Williams, and I am your host. And we are um, on air. And we have we're, tonight we're going to have Miss Jamie um Miss Neva Ford Nation, and Jerry Royce live with Positive Twenty One. Um, radio Christian station. So uh, Mrs. Neva is going to start us in, um, pray us in. Ms. Neva, are you there? Yes, I am. And then we're going to hear her song, um, Hold On, and then we'll come back to the show. Go ahead. Thank you so much for praying for us. Yes. Father God, we just thank you for um, this, this day. Father God, we thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for the guests. First of all, we thank you for special um the special person woman of god which is sabrina's diva father god we thank you for her father god we thank you for this opportunity father god for us to come together father god father god we ask you to have your way in our lives father god we ask you to bless us on this day father god father god we ask you to give us traveling grace father god we thank you father god we give you the praise because you are worthy to be praised, Father God. We ask you to watch up over us, Father God. We ask of you in the name of Jesus, Father God. We ask you to touch Brother Royce right now, Father God, and all the ears that are listening on this day, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. We couldn't have heard it better than that. And here's Miss Neva Ford Nation and her song, Hold On. We'll be right back. Sometimes you get tired of being sick and tired. Now you tell that old devil that he is a liar. And then you give God the praise because he is worthy to be praised. In the name of Jesus.
Hi, thank you. That was Miss Nipa Ford Nation, and it was the song was Hold On. And we have Miss Nipa Ford on the line. We have Miss Jamie. Is that how you said Miss Jamie? Jamesia. I apologize. I am not the perfect person with names. Thank you for joining us. Miss Jamesia is um, a real estate agent. Um, she has her own business. And she's going to be talking to us today about real estate. And she actually has a really great sense of humor and has some great questions. And that's why I, was, I asked her to be on this show. Um, but um, but before we go to her, we need to tell Jerry. Um, I don't know if Jerry can hear us. But the number, Jerry, that I gave you was the second number. And I apologize for the first number not working. But um, the number is there. And you can call in for that number um, if you like. So. Ms. Um, Neva, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody that you told us a little bit about yourself um, on Sunday when we had technical difficulties, and we know where you're from, but just tell us where you're calling from and just a little bit about yourself. I'm actually calling from Gonzales, Texas, um, and actually uh, been in the ministry for going on f- four years as and walking into that calling, uh, into that purpose. I'm act- I actually have a Women's Rise Up and Be Encouraged ministry. Um, actually, of course, we know um, that I'm also a mother of uh, of nine um, and then also a grandmother of three. Um, and I love to empower women. I love to empower women and, and share and to build them up, um, you know, and, 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 and you know, as we, we endure and, you know, we're going to endure some things and to just build them up and not tear them down, but to build them up and reach it out and be an advocate for the women, advocate for the children as well. Um, and so um, I'm actually a member of The Rock. Uh, my pastor is Pastor Carolyn Bolden uh, here in Gonzales, Texas as well. And actually, um, I'm, I'm just enjoying um, God just use me in every direction, every direction, whether it's north, south, east, or west. And so um, also I've been working also with some other things as in reaching, um, going out, wanting to start reaching out, um, going to the outreach centers um, and the surrounding cities. Um, which is San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas. And so just going to reach out, just empowering women. All right. And then on the line, we also have Ms. Genesee. Go ahead and introduce yourself, and then we'll have Mr. Jerry Royce um, introduce himself. Hi, Batman. Hey, what's up, Sabrina? How are you? Sorry about that. I transposed those numbers wrong twice, so now I'm going to erase the second number, the first number. Okay, Ms. Genesee, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell everybody where you're calling from and a little bit about yourself. Hi. Sure. Hi. It's Jamesia. I'm sorry about that. I was having some technical difficulties trying to take my phone off mute. So my name is Jamesia Jone. I'm calling from, so I'm born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. I am, as Sabrina said, I am a real estate broker. I'm also a real estate investor. Um, I do have my own business, Epiphany Essentials, which, which exists to inspire, engage, encourage, inform, and empower individuals to live life on purpose for purpose. So I do that by, I have a women's treat. I do a wealth conference right now, and I'm slowly adding more on to that aspect of it. 
just like the other speaker that's on the phone, I have a passion for women, but not but. Also, but a friend came to me and said, well, what about, like, men? Men need empowerment and men need encouragement, too. So I opened my platform up. Still do the women's retreat. Don't do a men's retreat just yet. But I do a women's retreat. But then a lot of other things I do are open to men and women, young girls and young boys, just to teach people the power of, like, mindset, their thoughts, their words having their finances together and even the effects that real estate can have on an individual's family and the community. All right. Wow. Now that's a lot. Well, you know what? We are having a women's movement, and it's coming back around. So you, I have a couple questions for both you, Miss Neva, and Miss um, Genesee. Is that how it's it? Right? Yep. And, um, Genesee. It's okay. Genesee. I'm going to get this right, Genesee, and you know what you can <laughs> later, Denisia. Sorry. Okay, uh, yesterday I bought an um, organic lip balm, but I didn't even read it until today. And this is what it says on the lip balm. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, Proverbs 15.7. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I just, like, just read the lip balm. All right, now we have on the phone my favorite radio man, as we all know him, in the, um, his, the people who work for him as Batman. But this is Mr. Jerry Royce Wise. Um, the radio host, owner, and family-owned of Positive 21 Radio. And Jerry's just come on for a few minutes to tell us about his show. Um, and also, Jerry has a new movie out called, is it right, called Dirty Diana, Jerry? Yeah, well, that was in production. We actually released a movie called Who I Am, part of the Next Man Up Men's Summit documentary about our kings, our, our young black men. Okay, so Jerry, why don't you tell everybody of um, where you're calling from, about your ministry, and what it means as a positive 21? Because when I joined, it was I was just a newbie in the field. I still am new, but um, you really have encouraged me, and I just want other people to understand if they need a platform that's really great, they should get in touch with you. So go ahead, Batman. Amen. Thank you so much for having us on the show, Sabrina. I know we pretty much started out together when I was first entertaining the idea of becoming a radio station. I appreciate uh, you uh, assisting us with that. That's right, getting a chance to opportunity to get a, a chance to learn how to work for people that's far away, <laughs> as far away as Las Vegas. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. All right, my name is Jerry Royce. Uh, I go by Jerry Royce Live. I go by AKA Batman or hashtag Batman. Um, y'all find that out later why they call me that. Um, I actually manage a, a multimedia company. We specialize in, in all forms of, of production on social media. Uh, we have a film company where we distribute our movies online, uh, pay-per-view. And like you said, the one we're working on, that, the one we just released called Who I Am, Next Man Up, is basically is a movie about um, our, a documentary series about our young men, not just our young men, but our seasoned men as well that are doing positive things with their ministry and Basically, I, the reason that came to me was because we was watching our men being tormented and destroyed in our streets, and that's not who we are. So uh, God put that on my heart to to distribute this film. I hope you guys can support it. You can find it at PositivePower21.org. Also, we're working on a movie documentary about diabetes, uh, which is running rapid in our country, but nobody's really doing anything about it. It's actually an epidemic, 
in Canada and Australia and a few other countries. But I feel like on my heart, I like to tell people, get people a chance to, to understand what it is. And we're actually um, building a soundtrack with a lot of the independent gospel artists. Uh, we got Kelly Price, sister, working on her name is Sean Ray Price. Her and her husband wrote the first soundtrack, uh, and that's released in the trailer. So I hope you guys can come out to Positive Power 21.1 check it out. Also, I, I host a, a radio station. We have, ooh, must be up to 30 podcasters from different radio stations, different walks of life with their own ministries. Um, we've been doing that going on, I think, just, just celebrated four years with the radio station. That's Positive Power Double XI. You can find it on PositivePower21.org, the website. And also, uh, we're doing TV productions right here in my home studio, and also we're partnering with a television station and um, a couple other uh, local stations to put out some stuff on uh, ABC Television 2. We're doing a talent uh, show with, a, with a, a local producer here in Baltimore, and I'm also working with uh, one of the radio announcers with iHeartRadio and Harrisburg. We're helping them produce a new show that's going to be filmed here in Baltimore, Charm City. And um, also I'm a partner, a business partner with an online Bible school called Pastor's Time, which is a Bible school. is accredited. We're associated with the Minnesota School of Theology in Minnesota, which has uh, been adopted through the theology program of Harvard, Harvard School of Theology. So it's going to be a very powerful program and um, powerful board members. Uh, we actually got the, had the luxury of having Dr. Bobby Jones be part of that and um, also some um, a very popular promoter in the Florida area was also part of that, too, to help us with uh, our media. So my company is actually producing the website, um, for that court, for that school. So we're pretty excited what we're doing. PositivePower21.org is, is, is here to encourage people and inspire you through spirit and empowerment and, um, you know, just push God's word out there through other people's um, – everybody got different styles, how, how, they, how they accept Jesus. Everybody got different walks, different testimonies. So that's what we do. We broadcast your testimony. That's my job. Amen. Amen. And Jerry, Amen. I know Jerry has to go because he has a um, he does a podcast at eight p.m. So he has to get ready for that. But Jerry, can before you go, can you tell everybody where they can find you at? You already said it, but just one more time, so when they do listen to this podcast, which will be all of my podcasts, I've been sort of behind because I've been interviewing so many people. But about seven podcasts will be to Jerry to be listened on the Positive um, Twenty One radio station and also to Elations Radio with Kimmy Kim on our iHeart podcast. And also now I will be um, podcasting those through um, Scene Las Vegas that people can see those for, for an online magazine that I operate. So if you guys have anything Amen. that's going on in Las Vegas and you want to podcast or you have other states, also, we also have the magazine. It's called Scene of Different Cities, Scene Chicago, Scene Las Vegas, and New York, et cetera, and we'd be happy to freely um, post any activity or event you have on, just send me an email at cvwtdiva at gmail.com. Jerry, thank you, friend, and my big brother, because I think you're older than me, so mm-hmm. even though I'm older than you, it doesn't matter. That's, what you can That's right. Um, Still a big brother. That's right. <laughs> tell Dr. Kelly and Mrs. Kelly, I said, hey, and peace out and love to all of my um, fellow colleagues and podcasters at Positive 21.
That's right. Positive Power 21.org. You can find us. You can Google Jerry Bush Live. That, that'll show you, that'll get you the iTunes, that'll get you the iHeart, that get you to um, pretty much all of the, the major platforms. But mainly you find us. Um, we got, Oh, we also got a channel for music videos. If you're an artist, got a beautiful uh, independent gospel music video. We have a television network called Music Vision Television, which basically showcases all of our television uh Content that we do in house, so uh, and also and also we carry other uh, prominent shows too, like uh, At Home with Mr. Appointed. You can catch um, KO, uh, The Prison of Power. So we got we got uh, Music Vision profiles with Sky, which is a, is a countdown of of the top music videos. So come on out and check us out. We got a lot. Once you get on there, you can't get off. So check out and see what our people are doing for themselves. Positive Power Twenty One dot org. That's right. Thank you, Sabrina. Right. Love you very much. And um, say hi to the family. All right? And say hi Amen. to the family. Thank you. See you later, hon. Thanks so much. Amen. All right, you Take guys. That was great. Oh, we cut before Jerry off. And you know what? I'm going to tell you guys I'm really bad about that. Um, Jerry? <laughs> hi, Jerry. Yeah, I'm still here. All right. I'm here. So we're going to keep. Okay, so um, Miss um, Neva and Miss Janice. Janice. Um. I um, have a question before we go to uh, Mrs. Neva's um, song, Walk With Me. Why do you think that the women's movement, and Jerry, you can chime in on this too. Why do you think that the women's movement is so strong and why is it coming back? Um, I'd like to hear from um, the ladies first. So I'll start off, I guess. I think that... The women's movement is stronger and coming back because we realize a part of it is a lot of the women that I know realize it's basically like if I, not us, then who? And if we don't come together as women to then reach back to our girls, then what does our future look like, right? If we don't start to do things right now in the present, working collectively, working together, building ourselves up and helping build our girls up. I know that a lot of people take issue with the representation of African-American women on TV and on reality TV. And I believe that a lot of women are working or trying to be more vocal to say, hey, that doesn't represent all of us. We um, can, we are positive. We are supportive. We do love each other. We do encourage each other. We do inspire each other. So let's start to show that more and work together to build. Amen on that. And just so you know, Ms. Neva and Ms. Genesee, um, Mrs. Um, Genesee, I'm sorry, um, I am going to be part of a show called Independent Women with us with Miss Gigi out of Southwest Productions, and we are going to be reaching out to you guys as strong women who have a history and a story to tell, you'll be on a green screen, and you'll be able to, to it will be broadcast on the on the Internet TV, but we just want you guys to um, know that your story and your history is important. You don't have to have a bad history. You can have a good history, but from what I've seen from you guys, the reason I asked you to be on the show is because you actually encourage me, you, um, you, you inspire me, and I know I do better radio. Um, also from just like with Jerry's show, um, positive 20 power of 21 I watch a lot of the women on there and oh my gosh you guys are really inspiring 
suicide rate. Officers have 50% suicide rate. Um, African-American men and women are killing themselves. So, you know, I just, I, when it comes to being real, I'm here to really strengthen people and to tell them that, you know what, without God and without a foundation and what you, your passion and what you believe in and your strength, this is why the women are here today. This is why Jerry's here, because they're all doing something positive to reach out to a community. If you don't know yourself, nobody else does. You have to find yourself before you can do anything else. If you look at Miss Nation, Miss Jonasy, Mr. Roy, you'll see that they are firm where they are. Nobody's perfect. That's one of the things I'm here. When I talk to people now, I tell them, I'm only strong because I've learned that my weakness was a strength and how to deal with that. So I just anybody want to comment on that before we go into uh, Mrs. Ford's last song so that she can go on back and get to her family? And then we're going to have a whole bunch of real estate questions. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Here we go, Miss Nisa, Ford Nation, walk with me. We'll be back in four minutes and 25 seconds. Let us not be ashamed to ask the good Lord to walk with us. In every situation. Whatever you may be going through, don't be ashamed to ask the good Lord to walk with you. Mm-hmm. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Coming from the Lord. 
we're not going to allow African Americans to bypass this boundary. What do you mean past the drought? So we're in different cities. So literally, let's say an area like, because you're in California, well, no, you're in Vegas. So let's say an area like Beverly Hills in L.A. It's like, okay, black people, African-Americans, if you want to own in Compton, you can own in Compton. If you want to own in this area, you can own in this area. But we're not going to approve mortgages for African-Americans, no matter if you qualify or not, in Beverly Hills. That's red. And Washington. Oh, okay. So that means that they're, they're choosing where they want people to live, what I hear you saying. Exactly. They're choosing where they want people to live, so they're not going to qualify you for a mortgage, and they'll deny you for whatever reason. Blockbusting is what happened. So I'm in Chicago, and my area used to have non-African Americans in it and a lot of other areas, right? So blockbusting is when houses are for sale. And then African-Americans move in, and I actually have a real story I can share. And then there was, like, great plight. White people start moving out. Wow. Then they're steering where it's like, well, no, you could be wealthy, for lack of a better word. You don't necessarily want to live in Beverly Hills. You want to live over here in this area. So there are factors beyond our control that many are working to prevent. So you have organizations like a NARAB or you have real estate professionals and mortgage professionals that look like us or that may not look like us that really care about African-Americans. And it's like if you have the um, capital and you have the credit and this is where you desire to live, you can So I'm in the Chicagoland area. My uncle purchased a home in Bartlett on a cul-de-sac about two years ago. And he never met the seller, which is fine. The seller comes to his home to fix something that he told him he would fix. And one of the neighbors asks the seller, why did you sell your home to a black person? Oh, wow. And the seller literally said, I didn't know what he looked like. I didn't care. He could afford to buy the home. Now, there are two homes for sale on that cul-de-sac. Is it because my uncle moves in? I can't say that. But people will also say that when African-Americans move in, property values go down. So there are so many factors at play. But the things that we can control, I am passionate about helping individuals and you've probably seen it on my Facebook, I'm really passionate about credit, saving, investing, because these are things that we can't control. So if I know that you're good on paper, there's almost no reason why you should be denied. And if you are, then we're looking at some type of discrimination, trying to figure out what's going on. But we need to do our part, have people that advocate for us, and then we could say, okay, no, I'm – I have an 800 credit score. I have money saved. I have a good job. I've been on my job for five, ten years. Why am I not being approved for this mortgage loan in this area? Wow. Wow. You know what's funny? I do have to say this, and I don't do this anymore, but I remember my mom um, 
she, when my dad had gotten divorced, my mom said, I'm going to move you guys to an all-white neighborhood because it will be better for you. I was, I, it was really different for me to hear that from my mom, and I asked her why, and she said more it was for as a single parent, but, you know, I kept that concept for years, probably until I was 30, and then I just realized, you know what, it doesn't matter who you live by, because you could be by a white person, you could be by a blue person, a black person, if your neighbor's crazy, your neighbor's crazy. Now I base my, mm-hmm. I research my neighborhood, and I'm being serious, when I go to move somewhere, I actually go interview the neighbors. So tell me about this neighbor. I'm thinking about moving in here. And that person's reaction to me will tell me about the neighborhood. But I'll interview everybody because you could be in any neighborhood and be lived by crazy people. That's how I see it. I mean, and there's some neighborhoods that I just, like, if you're a crazy neighbor, I can't live with you. Like, never live in Corona off of um, the 15th freeway because all the whole neighborhood is crazy. Um, just so people know. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't always say that. Okay, I'm sorry, they are. All of the neighbors are crazy because they were all worried about that I was a stay-at-home mom um, with my children, and they and now all of them had to work, so that was their problem. So it was just crazy. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it was. They were too nosy. So yeah, too nosy. Um, another question: Why do um, why do you think that? It, I think this is my interpretation that we don't, as African Americans, or of minority don't have money saved because of the way that we were brought up, that we were just making it from the next day to the next. And I think that's just been a mentality. How do you think we overcome, can overcome that and start saving? Like, because for me, I'll be honest, after my divorce, a lot of things happened. I lost a lot of money. But I started this account with Stash. And do you know, I was not even thinking about it, I was able to save $5,000. Just And maybe that's a little mm-hmm. bit to some people. After I said, let me just try this. And every month I sent a certain amount to it. It was funny because when I needed it, I was able to go in there and get it. So how do you think we can change that so we can learn to save more and teach our children to save? I think one is just learning that it's important to pay ourselves first, right? Starting to get in the habit of, before I, so one, thinking about paying yourself first, and then two, most of us don't track our spending. So a lot of people will say, I can't afford to save, I don't have enough money to save. But in that group of people, there are individuals that aren't tracking their spending at all. They have no spending plan, they have no, or budget, right? So one of the first things that I would tell people is to sit down and create a spending plan or budget. What are your expenses? What's your income? Do you have anything left over? And then monitor your spending, whether you're swiping or using cash, what are you buying? Because when you're buying that coffee or that donut or that fast food, that's money that you could have potentially been saving. Like where are your money leaks, if that makes sense? Do you have to have all of the premium channels for cable and different things like that? So once we start to assess and actually create a spending plan and then see where your money is going, like I could tell you, the majority of my extra money, the majority, like 95% of it goes to food. I love food, but I know this about myself, but I make it a habit to save. The other thing, I think that people make saving cumbersome 
so like you said, you started saving and it was, um, you probably had an automatic savings set up. So you really didn't have to think about it and you don't miss it. So a person may no, say, I, I can't. Go ahead. What was interesting about it was is that they taught me how to um, go into the different, like I didn't even understand at first what a blue chip fund was and so on. And I and they taught me how to invest, and they would send me an email like say, hey, you should maybe try this one. It was a safe investment for me. So some of the interest mm-hmm. was built up on that, and then I would get so excited. I would I would up my deposit, my as you said, the automatic deduction every month. So because I was really excited about, oh my gosh, this is actually working. This is growing, and it's and it was a safe thing for me. But I I did some high risk, but. I still was able to, you know, come out even, and it's and there's money still growing in it, so I like it. It's just fun, so, and so yeah. So continue. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's so important to put your money to work for you. So with savings, right? Sometimes people think. So for example, if you, if someone saves, if an individual saves twenty dollars biweekly, just twenty dollars, right? For most people, that's not a lot of money. You're going to send that somewhere else. If you save just $20 every two weeks, at the end of the year, you have $1,040, I think it comes out to. So even breaking savings down into increments. So I do a dollar savings challenge every year. So for every week of the year, you save a dollar. I'm sorry. You take that week, so weeks one through 52, and you multiply one by that week. So you're saving one, two, three, four, ten, fifty-two dollars, right? Each week. Yeah. For the whole year. I start okay. backwards because Christmas and Thanksgiving are towards the end of the year. So that first month is when I save the most. So it's fifty-two, then fifty-one, then fifty, then forty-nine. The last month of the year you only have to save ten dollars because it's one, two, three, four, oh, right? Wow. At the end of the year, you have $1,378. If that's too much, you can cut it in half and actually do a penny challenge where you multiply one penny by the day. So day one, you're saving a penny. Day two, two pennies. Day 100, you're saving a dollar, right? Day 365, you save $3.65. At the end of the year, you have, I think it's six hundred and seventy something odd dollars so there are ways to save where you could literally be saving pennies or no more than twenty dollars a week and still see that money grow and the other reason why i started backwards is because your money grows faster so like you got excited because your money was making more money when you start backwards it's like oh by the middle of the year you have about five or six hundred dollars saved it's like okay i can do this um and then the other issue is we just have a spending problem we are consumers um and if you think about it this way i read this somewhere let's say someone makes twenty dollars an hour and they go into a store and they see something that costs a hundred dollars if you think about it like i have to work five hours in order to earn the money to buy this and really taxes are coming out so you might want to think i have to work six hours is this worth six hours of my time? Like, start thinking about how much things cost, how long you had to work to make the money to buy it, and maybe that would help deter us from some of our 
bigger purchases and even realizing that you spend $10 a day here, um, brown bag your lunch. Like there are so many ways that we can save where we're just spending money unnecessarily. If it's an individual that absolutely is like, I don't have any discretionary money, all of my money goes to bills, then it's a matter of can you earn more or how can you create some sort of side hustle or something because savings is important because things happen. The car is going to break down. Something's going to break in the house. There's going to be some sort of emergency, and we don't want to depend on things like payday loans or title loans uh, and things like that that are very predatory. Borrowing from Sabrina, because when you borrow money from me, I I charge 25% literally, and I compound issue, so I'm just... I, I, I really am. I'm like, because I'm I have two models. If I give you the money, you owe me nothing back. But if I make you write on a piece of paper and say, okay, this is this, and I'm going to need the money back by this day because this is what you told me, I don't come, like, after you, like, uh, like I break your legs or anything. I don't. But what I will do is I'll send you a letter that this is the amount of interest you're about to earn, and please know that you need to pay. Now, that's just what they say. Absolutely. No, like, borrow money. My kids are like me. They're like, especially my 17-year-old, he is hilarious. He will charge, he charged his brother 15% interest off of a $40 loan, and his brother is three years older than him. This was when they were, like, younger, because his brother um, didn't save and he did. Now, my younger younger one has money. He's always saving. My younger one is just a businessman. We don't have a lot of pictures. People always think I only have one child. Because you know why? My my younger one, he charges you to take pictures with him. It's oh, $20 my I'm not lying. It's $20 a picture. And oh. he will not get a picture no matter what you do. So he has learned because I want pictures with him. And I refuse to argue with him. Here's your $20 to get in the picture. Now, that mind you, that if we go somewhere, I've worked it out. Look, if we're going to an event and I'm paying, you're going to have to get up off of it and be like $10 a picture. And he will like, okay. But he keeps track. If he took five pictures, he was $50 My, from me. Everybody else. And, and you would think from our family album, like we must have got rid of our son. But my, I'm going to tell you people, some kids are very good with money and some kids are not. And I have learned when you talk about, um, and I'll be honest with people, when you talk about the part where you say um, people didn't take account into their um, – their money and their finance. I mean, the amount they're working. I worked for I worked for Child Protective Services. There were times that I would work overtime for six six to eight months at a time overtime, and I was making seventy dollars an hour. Okay, seventy dollars an hour, and I was mm-hmm. acting like, and, and I was just spending because I was so happy because I was working overtime. But you know what? At some point, when you start working on overtime and you spit over what you actually should be spending, does that make sense? And things come to a head. So you, that point that you have about now, I really, really think about, like, even though everybody else see me with Starbucks or some coffee or a Holly's Cup of now is my favorite coffee place, um, I really, be, I'm mindful. I really only do those, like, every three days. And I get a large, cheap now, I get a large chai tea, and I spread it over two days. See? Because I like to eat <laughs> So, but um, another question is, as far as um, how do you balance out, because now I'm becoming a person where I don't want to spend, use my credit card. 
and I want to spend uh-huh. cash for everything. But how do I balance that out? So that because I'm now after a divorce, trying to rebuild my credit. So, rebuilding your credit. One of the things is if you currently have credit cards. Credit cards are a use it or lose it type of thing. So some people okay. think I have this Visa card. I'm not going to use it. I'm going to be good when it comes to credit and money. I'm going to put it in the drawer, right? And let's say a year or two down the line, an emergency comes up, and you're like, oh, I have this credit card I can use because this is really an emergency, and you try to use it, and those credit card companies have cut you off. Stop. A few things that you can do to stay, yeah, they'll cut your card off if you don't use it over time. Because they're in the business to, of course, make money, so they want you to use your card. But there are ways that you can use your card and still stay financially responsible. So your cell phone bill is something you pay every month, right? You could say, I'm going to put my cell phone bill on this visa, but you know every month you're going to pay it off. So you're putting something on the card, you're using the card, you're keeping the card active, and you're paying it off immediately so you're not incurring any interest. So if you think about bills that you have, like your light bill or your gas bill, that, okay, I'll charge it and then pay it off because I was going to pay it anyway. So that's a way to, because part of your credit score is actually utilization. So having completely zero balances can impact your credit score negatively. So I'm not saying carry a balance for anybody that's listening. That's not what Janicia is saying. What she's saying is choose a bill that you pay monthly and maybe put that one bill on that card. You don't have to charge hundreds or thousands of dollars and then pay it off every month. You're keeping your, you're utilizing the card. So you're showing that, you are credit worthy because it's like if you not using your card, it's kind of like not having credit. It's like I don't know how disciplined you are because you didn't use the card at all. Mm. Or you stopped using the card, if that makes sense. So if you just use it here and there, even if somebody wants to use it as like a gas card, because they have gas cards out here where you then can earn points, and those points may buy you flights or other things, some um, some of the cards give you cash back. But, again, you're charging something that you do all the time that you're going to pay off every month. We're not going out to just buy some clothes or some shoes or something like that. And I think people sometimes get caught up um, in when you go, like, into Target or even, like, I go into – when I go into Nordstrom, they'll say – do you want to join, um, you know, you get 15% off if you get the card. They, you have to remember, that's running your credit. And one of our friends who had um, over 800 credit score, he um, had just recently went to um, buy houses. So when he went to buy a car, his um, credit score was lower. Why is that? He was getting store cards? No, he was getting to no, no, he was. Um, I, I think a few, two things. No, what I'm saying. Well, what, the first one is when you go. What I was trying to say is when you go into the store, don't be um, like when you go into Target or Nordstrom or something. Don't be fed into when they say, "Oh, you'll get 15 percent off if you if you sign up for a credit card today," because that, that's going into your credit and it's researching and that brings down your points. I think. 
because of my understanding Absolutely. of when my, when my friend went to buy a car, um, and, this, and he was putting down over $50,000 on the car, and his credit score was over 800 It had got lowered a week, I think, because he had went and, look, um, and was getting ready to um, do, he had done inquiries for buying a house. And so his credit score went under. So is that the reason why, or is it something else? So, yes, if you, so when you're shopping for a home mortgage, the maximum lenders that you want to run your credit, because they do a hard pull, lenders do a hard pull, they run your credit, is three. Once you go above three, it's kind of like a red flag because it's like, are the other lenders not approving them? Is something going on? Why are they continuing to shop around? So it is good to shop around for a mortgage, but it would be better to research the bank or the mortgage broker, ask them a lot of questions up front before, ask them about their fees and different things like that before you let them run your credit because you only want to go to about two or three lenders, anything more than that. And sometimes when people go on like LendingTree and some of these things online, they are shopping multiple companies. So it could be oh, five wow. or ten companies running your credit because they're looking for the best deal for you, but then there are so many people that are running your information, and those inquiries show up on your credit report, and they can affect your score. It will eventually bounce back, but if it's in a short amount of time, it's a, like a red flag, and your score can't drop. Okay, and then the next question I have is I um, I saw you post about it, and I was going to send you a, a, a private message. But can you talk to people who, what does it mean to rebuild your credit? How is it, because there's companies that have sent me things about, if they'll charge me a certain amount and they will take all of this off. Is there a way that uh, individuals can do that themselves without paying somebody, or do you have to go to a company? You do not have to go to a company. There are a couple of people who I know, like, and trust that do, I don't want to call it credit repair. We'll say credit restoration. But um, I know for sure one of the individuals, she will do a consultation, and based on what's going on on somebody's credit report, she'll let them know these are things that you can fix yourself. This is basically what you need to do. Like she sells a do-it-yourself kit, I think, for like 20 bucks, super cheap. But there are some people that will say, no, I don't want to do it. I want you to do it. So there are a few things. You can dispute something on your credit report that you actually owe simply because the creditor is reporting it incorrectly. So the first thing that um, this individual, her name is Nativa, suggests people do is look for inaccuracies on their credit report. Did you open the card on the date that it said? Is the balance on there correct? I mean, it could be the smallest thing that's incorrect, and you literally send it in, and it's like, this is not correct. You wait the 30 days or whatever for their response, and then you can ask for it to be deleted or removed. So there are ways to remove things from your credit, and you can do it on your own. I actually... So when I went to college, my father said, don't get any credit cards. And, of course, I got credit cards. I'm a college student. They're going to give me a free T-shirt. I can go and buy things. I don't have an income, but I can get these credit cards. 
So when I graduated college, I had seven credit cards. I was in about $10,000 worth of debt and no immediate job. I okay. did go through um, like a debt consolidation program. So I did that, made it through that, then messed my credit up again. So I put the time, though, to fix my credit, whether it was so collection, okay? If a collection is right. on your credit report, you really want to get a pay for a delete. Because if you pay a collection, but it stays on your credit report, it hasn't helped you because it's okay. still there. So the creditors can see it. So um, if they don't want to do a pay for delete, you kind of want to basically let it stay there. I know that sounds crazy, but that's just specifically collections. But when you're talking about credit cards or car loans and different things like that, if you can dispute because of inaccuracies and get something removed, do that. Um, and then you can start to negotiate with your creditors. And as they start to report that paying one time, paying as agreed, as that reporting starts to change, you'll see your credit score start to increase. Okay. And then individuals wow. can also do like a um, – so their credit cards like First Premier that yeah. you do have to send them money for them to send you a card. But it's a way okay. to start to rebuild your credit. And then once you get, and I did this, once you get to a certain point, I called them like, okay, I want to cancel my card. And they had all of these reasons why I shouldn't. But it's like, no, I'm going to move up to a regular visa or a card that I don't have to pay on every month. But I've paid on this card every month for so long that now I have credit worthiness. And people can reach okay. out to different banks. Banks have programs that can help you rebuild your credit or help you to build credit with some of their programs and offerings that they have outside of just a credit card. Wow. Well, you know what? You are, um, you really need to have your own little weekly question and answer because I've learned a lot. I know people who are going to hear this podcast are going to are learn a lot. And it was just, it's really, I think my, another question is, I've been told, because I, I, I think in the, when I, um, long time ago, I had to have a, um, when we were, when I was married, we went into um, chapter 13, and I, I, my understanding was all of those bills were dismissed. What happens when creditors call you after that? Do you have to pay that? as long as you know they were included in that Chapter 13. I know Chapter 13 is done different now, but in my day it was done a lot different now than it is. So if it was included in the Chapter 13 and you have documents stating that once you make these payments, this debt will be forgiven, you right. just um, – Make sure you keep your paperwork. So you keep your paperwork, and then you send that to the creditor, and you can literally ask the creditor to stop calling you and make sure they're not putting it on your credit report. But here's something that I'll share that happens to me. I had a sprint bill when I was in college, right? Yes. So even the seven-year rule. So with the seven years, I didn't touch the sprint account or anything. So I get an envelope in the mail about a year ago saying that I owe sprint I need to pay. So I called them thinking someone got a 
phone in my name or use my credit. And when I talked to the representative, she said, no, this is your debt. This is your old debt from, let's say, 2000. Truly, it was like 2002, 2003. And I'm like, well, ma'am, the statute of limitations or whatever the exact wording is, is seven years. After seven years, it's not on my credit report. You can't put it back on my credit report. You know, this kind of is what it is. And she was like, well, we were just hoping you would do the right thing and pay the bill. Mm, No, ma'am. (laughs) <laughs> so sometimes you have to be careful because creditors will send you something. And, I mean, it was very threatening, the letter, it seemed like to me, but they really don't have any legal right to collect that money. But if you pay it, of course you paid it. And it, uh, I was told when you um, try to dispute, like, T-Mobile and things like that, a paid bill is a right bill. So it's easier to dispute something before you pay it or to fight it. So you can also be weary of that. The creditor just may think that, which some people are a little ignorant and we don't know, you know, certain things. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I have to pay this. And it's like, no, this was in my bankruptcy. Here are my documents. Go away. Wow. Wow, Ms. Amelia, you are a wealth of knowledge. I really deeply appreciate you coming on. Did you have any topics that you wanted to cover before we go for the day? You know what? The only thing, I'll just say like a few things in closing when it comes to African Americans and home ownership and credit and financial literacy, I'm a huge proponent of us getting the knowledge and the resources that we need. The wealth gap is widening. I don't know if you've seen, but it's basically like African Americans are on track to have zero dollars of net worth by, I want to say within like the next 10, it might have said 2050. I don't know the year exactly. So it's like we're in a state where if we don't get our finances in order, if we don't take credit seriously, if we don't, you know, I'm going to use one of my dad's lines. Like back in the day, we had encyclopedias, right, Sabrina? You had to go to an encyclopedia to get information. We're literally walking around with encyclopedias with our phone, and we're not necessarily using them to research what we need to do. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. But information is literally at our fingertips if we have questions about credit, bankruptcies, whatever. Now, of course, you need to kind of sift through it, but the information is there. And if we don't own anything, if we don't buy in our neighborhoods, or just buy in general, like what legacy will we leave to our children or future generations? Like how do we get out of this um, constant cycle of poverty or low earnings or not actually owning anything or having anything to pass down. So that's something that I'm really, really passionate about. So I'm not a realtor that's saying, buy a house for me because I want to sell you a house and make money. Of course I want to make money, but at the same time, it's like home ownership is what stabilizes communities. 
um, yes. people move into certain communities because of the school and the community or because of how the neighborhood is and how the neighbors are. Like you said, you interview your neighbors. So it's more than like owning that home. It's about stabilizing that community, having stability for your children or just your area. And then when people own things, they take pride in them and they take care of them. And you don't want somebody else to come in and destroy something that you know you worked for and that you're still working for. So I just wanted to touch on that really quickly. Like, this is something that I am really, really passionate about. And I have a wealth conference every January in Chicago. I bring in people from all over the U.S. I don't do a lot of talking. I bring in experts in that field, so credit experts. We have someone that taught us how to send our children to college debt-free. Um investing in other topics that we do every year to help educate the community and it's open to children 10 and up so people 10 and up bring your kids but to really educate the community and go more go past saving of course you need to save you need to know about credit but like you started investing with stash and then your investment is growing you're seeing a return on your investment so your money is now working for you and making money while you sleep so that's one of the things i focus on and help people learn how to make your money putting your money to work to work for you so while you're asleep you're making money you don't just have to earn money I know a lot about stocks or about which or different ways to invest your money. And then from that, I was on reading those companies and learn something. I was reading, I don't want to be part of the company because of that person. Like, I reached out that Uh-oh, can you hear me? You are a little, it was, you're breaking up a little bit now. Oh, okay. Sure. Oh, you hear me now? Yes, that's much better. Okay, so I was using Bluetooth, and I think Bluetooth, and um, you know, the one thing about technology is funny, is that you could be in one part of Las Vegas, and I could be driving, and I could get a big signal, and then use the best cell towers. It's, it's always a joke. So, um, but uh, one of the things I was saying is that I really, really um, like um, staff because it allowed me to actually be choose uh, the companies I invest with based on their brand and how their CEOs and everything are in the post office. So it's a, it's, it's a good thing, like you were saying about research. When you research things and you check them out, yeah, I don't even know if they even sell encyclopedias. I know people used to come to your door and sell encyclopedias, but you're right. If you use your phone for research, and I use mine for a lot of research, um, you'll find a lot of information. I want to thank you for yeah. coming and was rolling with Diva. And um, you are, you know, you're a strong woman. And you are your questions. Actually, at first, when I first started following you and listening to you, I was like, oh, my goodness, she's making me. But then I would just really read and reread your post 
and read what everybody's saying, and I realize you only care that we do well and that we succeed. I'm really happy to um, have, follow you and to listen to you. And your questions are on so many topics. It just, it really, and then you're funny. Half the time you'll be cracking me up. I'll be just like at the coffee shop just laughing, like hysterically, like, oh, my God, did she just ask us that or did she say that? So I just want to thank you for encouraging us. I know a lot of people are encouraged by you. And thank you for um, being a realtor and caring about um, uh, the people, not just African-American, but that people um, can build themselves up and have a property and have what we consider still the American dream. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Welcome. I hope that you get rest and you have a good night. And I look forward to your next post. And that this is um, Rolling with the Diva signing off in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I just hope you guys have a good weekend. And we will see you next week. Or actually on Sunday, we will have Kimmy Kim from Alations Radio and Magazine on. See you guys on Sunday at 4 p.m. You guys have a great night. Bye bye. Come on, let's eat. Uh-oh. You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, I'm sending out a Mayday. My family's closets just aren't ready for spring. SOS, save our style. Help is here from Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's big thank you sale is going on now. Get the season's newest dresses, tees, and jeans, and 30% off your entire purchase. 40% off when you use or open an Old Navy credit card at Old Navy or Old Navy.com. 40% off? I may need to get to Old Navy. You may want to do that right away. It ends tomorrow. Old Navy saves the day. High Fashion, Old Navy. Valid 5, 2 to 5, 6. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, jewelry, register, lane items. Today only and today only deals. 40% off is subject to credit approval. See stores or OldNavy.com for details. You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, I'm sending out a Mayday. My family's closets just aren't ready for spring. SOS, save our style. Help is here from Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's big thank you sale is going on now. Get the season's newest dresses, tees, and jeans, and 30% off your entire purchase. 40% off when you use or open an Old Navy credit card at Old Navy or Old Navy.com. 40% off? I may need to get to Old Navy. You may want to do that right away. It ends tomorrow. Old Navy saves the day. High Fashion, Old Navy. Valid 5, 2 to 5, 6. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, jewelry, register, lane items. Today only and today only deals. 40% off is subject to credit approval. See stores or OldNavy.com for details.